The weird girl used to be the black sheep of society on screen and in real life. But in recent years, she started taking center stage. I like being an island. A well-fortified one surrounded by sharks. So how did the weird girl become the it girl of the moment? And is this cause for celebration? Or just another example of real weird girls getting sidelined? Here's our take. You know the weird girl when you see her on screen. The unusually dressed, quirky outcast with a contrarian attitude, often lurking on the edges of a friend group, or sometimes without any friends at all. She often confounds those around her. She's unapologetic about her clothes, opinions, and hobbies, no matter how far outside of the norm they might fall, and doesn't strive to fit in. Just the opposite, in fact. The last thing she wants is to be like everybody else. Live people ignore the strange and unusual. I myself am strange and unusual. Society generally doesn't take kindly to those who don't quietly fall into line. And so the weird girl often finds herself dismissed or straight up ostracized. And for years, the on-screen weird girl was stuck on the outside, only popping up to be the butt of a joke or serve as a cautionary tale. But in more recent decades, she started finding her own spotlight and taking control of her own narrative. I'm not miserable. I'm just not like them. As we've talked about before, weird can feel like a kind of reductive label since there are really many different kinds of weird girls. Classically, she was often portrayed as an awkward misfit who is actually made miserable by her weirdness. She doesn't enjoy it at all, but instead does everything she can to try to fit in. But her inherent weirdness leads to constant rejection. Why do you hate me? Because you're ugly. But the trope began to expand to show other types of weird girls who, while still facing exclusion and mockery, find empowerment in their weirdness. Goth weird girls are the most classic example. Think Lydia Dietz and Wednesday Addams. Draped in black and with a flair for melodrama, she loves everything macabre and witchy. Why are you dressed like that? Like what? Like you're going to a funeral. Why are you dressed like somebody died? Wait. She also often has a lot of overlap with the smart-ass weird girl, who always has a razor-sharp barb ready for anyone in her vicinity, especially anyone who might be judging her. Her brutal nature is actually a defense mechanism that she's built up from dealing with negativity from everyone around her. And I'm so defended that I actively work to make people dislike me so I won't feel bad when they do. The space cadet, on the other hand, is so in her own world she doesn't even really care about or notice what naysayers are up to. There's just nothing that doesn't save me. The basket case brings mayhem wherever she goes. She fills any room she's in with her chaotic weird girl energy. None of these weird girl types are free from the problems that arise when you don't follow the status quo, but their strong belief in themselves steals them against the harsher parts of the world. The weird girl has become an aspirational icon, no longer looked down on, she's now lauded for breaking from tradition and living life her way. Someone will die. Um, fun. The weird girl speaks to the part of all of us that doesn't fit in, and has come to realize that maybe it doesn't want to. But what does it mean when the weird girl becomes normal? But first, we have an exciting announcement. We are introducing a new exclusive video series only for members on Patreon. We're completely revamping our membership options on Patreon. And we're creating this new series that we really believe in. It is thoughtful deep dives into prestigious and classic films and TV shows, the ones that we think really merit conversation and thought. We will be creating these premium videos 
only to be seen by members nowhere else. You know, you've spoken and we've heard you. You want more analysis of good films and shows. That's what we want to. But to be honest with you, YouTube has changed a lot in the last few years. The algorithm is not always going to prioritize what is going to be the most thoughtful or enriching thing that you can watch. Does that get to decide what you watch and what we talk about? Oh, as if. I don't think so. I think that we can still shape our own conversation. This is why we are so excited to be introducing Total Take, your ticket to an ad-free, premium, members-only series where we really give that deep thought to movies and TV shows that deserve it. And your support funds us and allows us to make those videos. Click our link, see all the tiers that are available to you. Join us in our cinematic oasis where we dive deep into the movies and shows that matter to us. We hope that this is what you come to us for and this is what we really want to be able to provide for you. Sign up now and start talking to us about what you want to see in this series next. As on-screen weird girls taught audiences to embrace their own inner weirdo, they were elevated to cult favorite and then icon status. And the explosion of weird girl characters led to a new wave of interest and large-scale acceptance, no longer solely the purview of outcasts. Now nearly everyone had a weird girl they could relate to. I had to pee for two hours and now I don't anymore. Where did the pee go, Jonah? And on one hand, this was wonderful since it meant more people began to realize that we all have some odd quirks. And just because someone doesn't fit in doesn't mean they're bad or need to be changed. But on the other hand, the romanticization of the weird girl can sometimes overlook the very real ostracization they have to face just for being themselves. And part of the weird girl becoming more broadly accepted has been her becoming more widely commercialized. Hi, I'm Weird Barbie. Which often leads to her rougher edges being softened down to make her, well, less weird and more palatable. As being a weird girl has blown up into a larger trend in real life, it can sometimes feel like a popularity contest in which you have to be weird in the right way to count, essentially making actual weird girls feel like they're too weird to be weird girls. This paradox has arisen as the trope has overlapped with tropes like the manic pixie dream girl and the cool girl. Both of those tropes are idealized, unreal versions of girls that don't actually exist. Their weirdness comes from being not like other girls in incredibly banal ways. While actual weird girls might not fit in with many girls in their life because they genuinely don't share many interests, the cool girl deliberately shuns anything feminine just to make herself seem better than other girls to men. She likes what he likes. If he likes girls gone wild, she's a mall babe who talks football and endures buffalo wings at Hooters. And the manic pixie dream girl is only capable of having interests that directly align with whatever man made her up. Those tropes put on the guise of weirdness to make themselves seem unique. But in reality, everything about them falls directly into the status quo. I'm impossible to forget, but I'm hard to remember. Weird girls, on the other hand, aren't making up who they are or trying to be anything special. They just are different. Their experiences and interests have shaped them into someone who doesn't fit into the mold. I see the world as a place that must be endured, and my personal philosophy is kill or be killed. 
We've seen a similar subsumption of the weird girl in real life as well. Recently, the weird girl trend has blown up all over social media. In a reaction against more minimalist trends, many have instead decided to embrace their inner weirdo and start layering on their favorite kooky pieces. Everyone from TikTokers to pop stars have embraced the trend, and it started taking over fashion across the board, from the runway to the stores. But this also leaves one wondering, if pop stars and literal supermodels are doing it, is it really that weird? There's no doubt that, no matter how accepted or beautiful or cool someone is, they can still have a weird side that they want to highlight. But when weirdness has, by its very nature, been forced onto the sidelines for so long, only to be embraced when it's heralded by people that are generally not only accepted by society but held up as ideals, it can feel a bit… Hollow. As Anna Escalante noted in her piece for Who, What, Where, while the weird girl aesthetic has nothing to do with race, social class, or body type, it's undeniable that certain things are heralded as the peak of style on thinner body types and scoffed at when worn by others. Hadid can certainly wear men's boxers as pants in the middle of winter, but according to some people on the internet, non-white, non-skinny people can't. People of color, people who are plus-sized or disabled or exist at the intersection of multiple marginalized identities have long felt excluded from even the weird girl trope. Made to feel that their weirdness couldn't be aspirational or endearingly rebellious, but only negative. But as the concept of weird has been stretched, shattered, and stitched back together again by trend cycles, the true heart of the weird girl has stayed strong and, importantly, begun expanding to include all of the weird girls in the world. Beyond any trend cycles or industry machinations, everyone has latched onto the idea of the weird girl in recent years because her core tenet of being true to yourself no matter what speaks deeply to them in a world that is constantly telling you to change yourself. While, sure, some people might just be putting on a weird aesthetic because they heard it was in, many people are simply freeing the weird girl that's always been trapped inside of them that they were afraid to reveal. People were looking at us like we were crazy. Why do you care? Because they're people. <laughs> but people that you don't know and will never see again. The weird girl has become the new it girl precisely because she speaks to the deeper part within ourselves that feels misunderstood or out of place and tells us that it's not only okay, but what makes us great. While social media has been a big driver of the aestheticification of the weird girl, it has also allowed true weird girls to find one another and build a community, no longer stuck feeling alone and isolated because of their niche interests or choice of dress. Now weird girls can log on and find hundreds or even thousands of like-minded weirdos. Instead of feeling compelled to snuff out the more out there sparks in their personalities, people are now coming to openly embrace the things that make them unique and find joy in sharing them with the world. And in true weird girl fashion, also remaining unafraid to tell people to get lost if they have a problem with her. Be strong, sweet little one. Someday they will all be dead and you will do a shit on all of their graves. That's the take. Click here to watch the video we think you'll love or here to check out a whole playlist of awesome content. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications.